0: Today on the Zabe Cast, how many NBA players know who Kurt Flood is? Probably very few, and that's a shame. How Xbox is teaching younger whippersnappers about old school ball players. Mr. X joins me. We talk King Nat and possibly Zabe Washington. All of that and why the NBA no longer saying owner still bugs me. Your digital dose of extra Zabe is ready to go. So buckle up, and here we go. <laughs> here we go. Tuesday, July 2nd, 2019. Thank you for downloading. We are working on a short week. Today is the last free day. Wednesday will be Friday, which means it is for subscribers only. Go to zabe.com slash premium and find out how you can subscribe as well. It costs only $1.33 a week to get that extra Friday, that good, delicious Friday episode. And yes, tomorrow, Notorious J-A-Y. Many people's favorite rotating guest, will be again behind that pay window. Oh, ho, ho. I I don't do it on purpose. I, I don't usually have guys back-to-back weeks. It's just how this week has fallen. Uh, but look, if it gets me four more subscriptions, then fuck it. I'll put Jay behind that paywall. And then Jay's going to go, hey, wait a minute. I notice I'm a premium guy now. Where's my cut? Where's my taste, so to speak? Before we get to Mr. X, you can't make this up. Headline, man dies after safe falls on him in New York City. My first instinct was, where's the update saying authorities have one while Edward Coyote in custody for questioning. Uh, Apparently the guy was trying to move it upstairs and had a hand truck. And next thing you know, oh shit, tumbles down the stairs, boom, boom, boom. Of course, I guess that's better than going. Well, no, it probably is worse than going with a safe that falls on you, literally falls out the window. See, that's how it was back in the cartoon days when we're watching on Saturday morning. Like, oh, safe, bam, crushes you. Moon rocks to be opened. For the first time since the Apollo missions, NASA has agreed to open some of their sealed moon rocks that were collected at the moon landing, in which uh, they got a bunch of samples. Some of them they tested, but many of them they sealed while on the moon's atmosphere or lack thereof, and kept it under seal because they don't want the, you know, the the, the chemicals and the or the chemical makeup of our atmosphere to affect the nature of the moon rocks. I guess the technology's gotten better where they're like, yeah, we can go ahead and look at these now. Of course, the other story I saw said NASA worried that moon rocks could be moonwalking away. They say security, when they finally open these things, is going to be extra tight because think about what a collector's piece it would be to have a chunk of the moon. Of course, don't tell that to new Brooklyn Net Kyrie Irving. He was the guy that said, yeah, I don't think that moon landing was real. And even got Steph Curry, I think, to buy in on that, at least for a brief moment before realizing, yeah, I don't want to sound stupid like this. And then there's uh, this story. Um, Zeke Elliott is apparently meeting with Roger Goodell again over the incident in Vegas. It took me a second to go, wait. What incident in Vegas? And I was like, oh yeah, the stupid rave festival where he is high as a kite and then decides to get mouthy with a security guard and bumps into him, and the security guard falls backwards over a fence. And that was it. There was really nothing more to it than that, but, oh, Zeke Elliott already having been suspended once is under further scrutiny by the league. Mike Florio, writing for ProFootballTalk.com, headlined his tweet by saying, Commissioner preparing to railroad Ezekiel Elliott again. And the story pretty much chronicled, hey, the first time he got a six-game suspension, it was for something he was never charged with, never arrested, never even sued, much less convicted in even a civil courtroom, not even a criminal courtroom. And Florio went on to point out that you know this is crazy. What The way that Goodell has been administering justice and punishment is nuts. And I had to tweet Mike, even though I know he doesn't like me. He will claim he doesn't know me, but he knows who the fuck I am. Uh, you know, I, I tweeted back at him, Mike, you were the one that screamed for shield court, so to speak. When, you know, In the wake of the Greg Hardy incident, you're like, the NFL, they've got to act. They have to have their own investigators. They have to have their own system of justice that runs parallel to without interfering the criminal justice system that does its own thing. And I remember saying at the time, this is the worst idea I've ever heard. It's the worst idea worst idea I've heard ever. And that's from somebody who knows nothing about nothing. Florio is a lawyer, or was a lawyer, legally trained. And then he de- said, decided, well, that's you know, it's not as fun to be a lawyer. I want to be a football writer. Now blame him. He's on TV. He's making a great living. He's having a he's having a ball splashing around in the NFL. But still, he should be smart enough to go, yeah, this is going to be a problem. Because instead of evidentiary rules and rights and presumption of innocence and uh, discovery and blah, 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 you're just going to have Goodell running roughshod. Now he's finding it out. I got no reply to my tweet. I'm sure Mike is already off. To some luxurious place for his fourth of July weekend. And you know, if you're listening, Mike, there you go. But I told you so. This is a big fat, I told you so. All right, let's bring in Mr. X on this Tuesday before Fourth of July. Hey it The legendary Mr. X. You may know him from such websites as callmeisterx.com, or you may know him from his email address, which is just at verizon.net. Did I get no. those both right?
1: No, I got the second one wrong. That's the Twitter. <laughs> Twitter's just Oh, right. Twitter
0: is at just Yeah and
1: easiest way to websites I the mean, easiest way to emails just right through the site.
0: Okay, yeah, call me mrx.com. Yeah. Yes sir. I love it. You know, MrX for those we we have new listeners all the time to the Zabecast as people are recommending this audio entertainment long form spoken word product to millions of people, okay, thousands across the country. And they're wondering Who is this Mr. X? How did he come to you? How do you know him? Is that a buddy of yours from high school? No. Here's the quick down and dirty backstory of Mr. X. I was a young pup on the radio around 2000 in D.C. on Sports Talk 980, and a guy reached out to me. The guy you're listening to right now. Mr. X, who said, you know what? I think you get it in terms of gambling and sports And you sort of took me under your wing. You said, of all the hosts on that station, Sports Talk 980, you seem to get it. So you kind of like said, here, let me give you the advanced class in gambling. And that's how we got to know each other. Right? Pretty good. Pretty good recap. Yeah. And then, of course, Mr. X would offer up his season totals in baseball on my show annually prior to baseball season beginning. And he has been a certified, bona fide, off the charts. You wouldn't believe it unless you were betting it and getting rich with him. 89%, something like that? 80,
1: 81.
0: 81, let's not exaggerate. Yeah. 81%. Yeah, let's not exaggerate. Over and of, 19 years. Right. And and of course, if you would like more of his acumen, advice, thoughts, musings, etc., then go ahead to uh, callmemrx.com and you can find out how to interface more of his deep. Degenerate gambling uh-huh. knowledge.
1: There's good stuff there. By the way, when I first made that connection with you, I have to admit, you were a huge sponge for knowledge. <laughs> <You> <laughs> of course. Of You're like, wait, teach me. Teach oh, yeah. Me. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, I always am. I mean, Mr. X taught me about hedging out of certain long shot plays and how you guaranteed money there. And uh, the value of buying the hook is the crook. You want to buy off the half point in certain circumstances. Uh, since then, Mr. X has been a staple on the last couple of Zay Vegas outings, and we have bellied up to the craps table until late at night in downtown and <laughs> just, you know, watch the dice. We had a good night, actually, as I recall it. We went 1 0. Right, exactly. We gotta go
1: one
0: and zero. Oh, right? <laughs> we'll go one and zero. Oh, that's all that matters. And of course, Mister X has taught me key gambling phrases, such as "winning is nice, but getting paid is even nicer." And I use that so often now in life, all the time. Because <laughs> it's not just Good. gambling, Mister X. It's like there was a story of a woman. Get this: a woman at a casino in Cincinnati won a three million dollar jury verdict because she slipped and tripped and cracked her knee open on a wet floor sign.
1: Now,
0: okay, I can tell by your reaction. You're like, what the fuck? It's a sign saying wet floor, careful. Why should she get a dime out of that? Here's why. Yeah. The security camera footage showed that the wet floor sign had collapsed and was laying flat on the ground. Uh, And so, and there was an employee... That walked past the sign, looked at it, and said, Fuck it. I'm not picking it up. <laughs> and so, this not old, my job, not, this, my right, not, not my circus, not my monkey, as the Polish would say. And uh, so, this woman, you know, she shuffles on by, not looking down, because she's a sleeve stack in a casino, trips over it, cracks her knee. A jury said, Yeah, you should have picked that up, you assholes. So, I made sure to say after she won this award, Okay, that's step one. She won, right, Mister X?
1: That's right. What's Not the next?
0: Paid. What's the next <laughs> most important step?
1: Yep, gotta actually get paid.
0: <laughs> right, and who knows how the casino might tie that up or appeal yeah. or something. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So with that, that's sure. how you reach Mister X. Now, okay. Zabe Washington update. Mister X has turned into quite the event organizer, and I love the enthusiasm. I love the can do spirit, but we got to figure out what's feasible and what's not. Basically, Mr. X would like to organize a get together of Zabe Stans and Mr. X Stans uh, in Washington during the month of August against the Milwaukee Brewers at Nat's Park and sort of be a merging of the Brady Bunch families between my Milwaukee listeners now on 97.3 The Game, 6 to 9 a.m. local time, and my DC listeners, 4 to 7 p.m. on the Team 980. You went as far as to present two options to us regarding either Diamond Club seats, which are not indoors, or getting an actual luxury suite itself. I'll let you take it from here.
1: Oh, well, they're comparable. Um, You know, we can do either one. The the difference is the suite. you know, is is your own private spot, indoor, or outdoor, so you can kind of have more, um, you know, just your guys. Um, might even, maybe even do a pod from there if we get there early.
0: How many? How many people fit into the suite?
1: Uh, we're gonna, whether we they come or not, I'm paying for thirty two.
0: Okay, so you know there's, what I mean,
1: if you're less than that, so 30, you really need thirty two, but we can squeeze to forty.
0: Okay, thirty two. Uh, the cost, 40. The, cost 40. the cost, on the suite would be $200 a person.
1: That's pretty rough, yeah. I didn't add your trinkets and all the other things you always add to always go to, you know, you always go high end. As you always say, you want great. I always say, I'm good with good.
0: Right, okay. I now, don't need
1: great. I'm good with good.
0: Now, there's some people that have said to me, and I don't know if it's enough to fill 40 people, that, that's not an unreasonable number, given that they'd be no. hanging with me and you. And Do you think I can get Scott and Solly to come to this thing?
1: Well, you can't get Solly to do anything, can you?
0: What if I say, either you come to this or you're fired?
1: Well, good luck with that. Be sure you're ready for that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: be, sure, be sure you got his replacement ready to go, huh? Yeah.
1: Well, of course, the real key that when I first brought this up to you and I said, gee, you know, how about the Friday, August 16th? Um, you know, it's right up against your show, four to seven. And you said, I ah, don't worry about that.
0: I, I don't, said,
1: oh, dude, I, you know, I said, oh, don't. No, it's up against my show. And I'm like, yeah, no kidding.
0: I don't recall that because when you sent me the Friday thing, Saturday is apparently out. Is that a day game, Saturday?
1: It's a four o'clock, but it's booked.
0: I can't not, help on that. Day. Not only is it booked, but Mr. X, you know damn well. That is going to be a fucking sauna. Four o'clock in the nation's capital in the it's dead not of indoors. August. <laughs> not
1: well, yeah, location. right. Not <laughs> Exactly. Yeah,
0: well, not, not indoors. <laughs> okay. So um, Friday night would be ideal, but there's a couple things. I would have to get off of my local yeah. show to do the event properly. I can't be hustling down last minute. Sure. You know. You know how hard that is. Secondly, as you want to think about doing a podcast prior to In the Confines of the Suite?
1: Why not? We did it in Vegas. Can't we do it there?
0: I would love to, but something tells me they might flip their lid, given that they are the official station or the official team of the other station Uh, in town.
1: I'm kind of a don't ask, don't tell guy. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, but but it'll be on the web Who's gonna know? in the form of a podcast. Yeah, we're here live at Nat's Park in our suite for Zabe Washington. It's just me and 40 of my other best buds.
1: Oh, so they're going to listen to it in the next day and have issue? I don't know. Okay.
0: Major League Baseball, man. Any any uh okay. any accounts or descriptions of this game without express written consent from Major League Baseball is expressly prohibited.
1: Don't do play-by-play, don't do play by do not do play by play and you're okay. <laughs>
0: I know. all right, so there's a couple things there, but we can, do. We can work around them. I could yeah. I could get permission from my local bosses to get out maybe an hour early or so maybe God, maybe they could support the event. there you go by allowing me to talk about it. There you go. Now plan B, I think is a better plan, which is the Diamond club seats. okay, because they are outdoors. But yeah, they come with the fabulous spread up yes. inside the guts of National's Park. It's a good deal. I mean, it's it's carved it's roast deal. beef stations, yep. all you can eat, pizza, ballpark food, and isn't it all you can drink?
1: Only till the seventh inning.
0: But it's alcohol.
1: <laughs> yes. Well, oh, but see, both of these are the same. Both of these are gonna be all a beer, wine, soda drink food drink the 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 club has better food more of dinner the suite has what i just call ballpark food you know kind of snacks and dogs and chicken wings and you know kind of that kind of stuff which is just fine and that would be
0: and that would be two hundred dollars as well
1: they're both about the same okay by the way people are paying that every night when you're like oh man they're not gonna pay every night that club is full at that price man so i mean you know you're getting you is just a bonus.
0: Yeah, where's my appearance, fill? appearance well, yeah. fee? Appearance appearance fee? Did you build that in?
1: <laughs> I, I gave you the baseline cost. You were supposed to run with it, not announce it to oh the boy. world.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I was, I was supposed to add up from there. I already think it's it's over budget by at least seventy five bucks. My sense well, no, of I, a sellable price point for this to get forty people is a hundred and twenty five bucks. That's my thought. I might be wrong though.
1: You'll never get into that club. I mean, it goes for that much every night.
0: Question even without you. Question: Are the Nats selling those seats out every night?
1: Um, uh, definitely on the weekends and most nights it's pretty full. The bottom line, Zabe, is you know if you're going to these games, you want to sit by the dugout. You're going to spend a hundred bucks. Agree. Right? You're going to spend and you're going to spend fifteen bucks on a beer. Why the hell not spend? You know. 200 and eat dinner and have
0: I agree. Uh, it's,
1: you know, I mean I, I can't tell you the number of times you drop a 100 on beers without, you know, without too much trouble. I, so more and more on nights where the park is empty, this club is still full.
0: I I agree. The only reason I ask is because apparently Yankee Stadium, the new Yankee Stadium still cannot fill those insanely expensive seats. Yes. In yes. the lower section, but those go for Oh shit. Several thousand dollars, right?
1: Yeah. 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 You know, lots of people have done what I do is split them up with a bunch of guys, you know, and take 10 or 15 games a year instead of, you know, and but get the full season. And it's, you know, if you, if, if you don't go a lot, it's a good deal. It's a good deal to have dinner and and drinks, of course, and find your way home. It's a good thing.
0: All right. What if we did this? (laughs) What if we, uh, what if we had a after party somewhere at a local tavern because you know we don't want to go home after a baseball game We want to go out and have another pop
1: oh yeah i need free drinks all night at the nats game and then go out after that's what i need
0: <laughs> all right so you don't and want then
1: then drive home to where are you out in west virginia or wherever it is
0: i would uber it <laughs> it's
1: a long <laughs> well that's it's doable by the way i posted it on on my on my twitter I asked people, do you want to do this or do you want to just get cheap outfield seats? And Or no, I said, do you want to just go to a local pub? And and the response was, oh, I only got like 30 responses and like 10 people said cheap thing at a pub. Um, like 12 or 14 said the expensive suite and about eight said both.
0: <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. So it sounds like you have 20 soft yeses.
1: Soft, yes, and I did say, please don't respond if you ain't coming. But of I mean, course, it sounds it's not like binding.
0: <laughs> sounds like we're halfway home. Halfway. halfway. All right. So here's here's what I think I'm going to do. I think I'm going to launch a preliminary probe of interest, All right. and we'll okay. see where it goes. And I I do appreciate your hustle. There you go. Even though I know you're probably skimming twenty ahead. But that's fine.
1: <laughs> I'm not smart enough to do that.
0: <laughs> Bullshit, you're not. <laughs> not what only, do not that? only, <laughs> hey, not what only am would. What are you gonna do with that? What are you gonna do with it? Yeah. Why wouldn't Although you?
1: We, uh, that's not me.
0: Okay. Well, either way, if you, profession. if if there is some, uh, if there is some breakage in there, some skim, so be it. It's not, Actually, not what
1: we'll do though is before the head before the we'll we'll make this early enough so that if you get there early, you take that extra twenty ahead and we'll kick it into like a nice three team parlay.
0: Ooh! <laughs> now we're so we talking.
1: all have reason to pay more attention to the scoreboard that
0: night. All
1: right, now we got it. Now we have a game.
0: All right, let's talk some baseball. How funny is it that neither of the two biggest contracts this winter, Bryce Harper or Manny Machado, made the All Star team?
1: Yeah, that's that that's fun. I mean, Machado's playing pretty well. He's starting to really play, but Harper obviously is not. Obviously, uh, you know, you sign him for 10 to 13 years. People who are, you know, calling these a bust are quite premature, but it is still fun that neither one of them is, is going to even be there.
0: You remember early on in the season when they came to Nats Park and Harper had the monster series of all monster series. And the Philly fans that came down were chanting, "We've got Harper." Yeah. Now we can chant back, "Not an all-star."
1: <laughs> well, heck, I was at uh, three of the last the games in the last Philly-Washington series, where he got booed tremendously. But as I said, it was it was hard to tell because he was the park was half Philly fans, and both both sets of fans were booing him. So you couldn't <laughs> tell who
0: was who <laughs> you're right. The Nats, Nats fans were booing him, him just, just for who he was. The Philly fans were yeah. booing him. He's gonna... Is it possible? I know you're kind of pro Harper as a ball player. Is it possible that he never bounces back to what he once was?
1: Well, he was an MVP at an early age. If you're saying, is it possible to not win another MVP? Sure. I'd say that's possible. But he's still two years away from starting his prime. I'm not willing to write him off as a flop by any means. He's got no. a long ways to go. Oh no, and I'm not saying will he write be off a generational player. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. But he's obviously going to be good.
0: I'm not saying. Um, I'm not saying write off. I'm saying, yeah. Has something happened to his swing or his game that's a real problem? What are the baseball people saying?
1: Well, baseball people say he hits all his home runs on first pitch fastball, so now everyone's making him go fishing on the first pitch. Um, and he has not adjusted, but he's 25. He'll adjust. Um, <clears throat> you know, baseball's a marathon, it's not a sprint, as I always say. And I certainly think he'll be back, but he wouldn't be the first guy to let a contract get to his head and then uh, not recover. You know, I don't think that'll happen, but it sure has happened before.
0: Boy. I would love to see what it's going to take for Philly to really turn on him, like turn hard.
1: Nothing. That's what they do. That's <laughs> what they do. I know.
0: Well, I think it's I think it's going to take missing the playoffs this year. And then I think it's going to take more struggling next year, and then it's going to take one little spark or just a match of something Harper says. In an interview, during a g- something, you know what I mean? There'll be one little thing that finally lights the tinder keg of this guy sucks. He's not what he was supposed to be. And can you believe what he said?
1: Oh, yeah. This is already a classic. This, the whole town already is in the, okay, we're on the honeymoon you know, we really should have done that prenup. It's not going well.
0: It's... <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, who is the king Nat of all time? Because Max Scherzer is delivering yet again. And I'm thinking he might be my favorite Nat of all time. And it's kind of hard because he, he hasn't been here that long compared to some other guys like Ryan Zimmerman. But he's been way better than just about any other national for a longer run of time.
1: There's only three that are in that conversation, unless I'm forgetting someone.
0: Harper, Zimmerman, Worth. Okay,
1: four. (laughs) All right, four. Strasburg, Harper,
0: Harper, Zimmerman, Harper, Zimmerman, Strasburg, Worth.
1: That's right. I wasn't. You're you're right. I was thinking Worth and Zim. When it comes to popularity, I mean Zim still is the face of the franchise. Uh, was the original, was the face for a long time. Worth, for reasons I'm not positive, was so beloved for one moment. But Scherzer is, I mean, he is such a gamer. It's hard to not get. Bottom line is if he ended today, he might not get it because he's short-lived. But he's got plenty of time to go. So before he's done, it will be him. Um, I think that it always when you do your Rushmore's and stuff it's always about how does it end it really matters do you end like David Ortiz you know or do you end like Harper or Johnny Damon or some sour taste thing at the end right that that goes a long way to your legacy and how Zim's career is going to end here is really going to be interesting because you know how long do you want a guy that plays 40 games a year sure it's it's getting hard and and I, I like him and Gosh, you know, he, he was he was all this team had for so long, but I don't know how this ends. I don't know how this ends. It doesn't look I mean, there's not many good he's gonna want to keep trying, and pretty soon they're gonna say, Not here, you're not.
0: What would so, the what would the Mount Shitmore be for nationals? I mean, Papelbon Bond would be one. <laughs> no question yeah. about it. How about uh I would say Smiley Gonzalez, but he never really played for us. He was the prospect from the Dominican who turned out to be way older than apparently he really was. That was part of the Jim Bowden, you know, skill dudgery back in the day.
1: How about um, the dude with like seven arrests that we signed for a month? What was his name?
0: Oh, yeah. Right um, right it fielder. From,
1: yeah, he came from T- Duke's. Something yeah elijah dukes. Dukes. elijah dukes yeah when he came i wrote an email to stan cast and the team president and he answered me i was stunned uh,
0: and what was the email great acquisition said, boss said, you're said, doing a good job
1: good. <laughs> i said look we're losing 100 games i'm taking a family of four boys to the ballpark it's pretty fun i can't take them there and say hey cheer for this guy
0: <laughs> yeah and he didn't he have wrote me
1: back and he wrote me back and he's i was he responded he said i share your concern believe me we got a close eye zero tolerance blah 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 and i said that's great but what i said was look when you've been caught six times you're not six for six you know you didn't keep doing it <laughs> right if you got caught six times you've done this 30 times sure <laughs> and that's when the email stopped
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's when he was done with you
1: he was done with me so you know what i mean if you commit when you see a guy arrested for something six times you don't do it six times and get caught six times. Yeah. The reason you did it six times is you got away with it a whole lot, right?
0: Yeah, you would think so. Uh, think. What, what about uh, on the Mount Shitmore? What about Rob Dibble? Even though he never played for us, he did color commentary on TV. And he was like savaging Steven Strasburg for not pitching through his injury, which might have I gotta, blown out his arm.
1: I got to throw Drew Storn on that.
0: Drew Storn, for his play,
1: who first, totally for his playoff meltdowns.
0: That was a bad one, and and Drew Storn was the kid who blew the uh, two out, or one out away from advancing to the NLCS yep. game.
1: Yep, yep, that was that was brutal, and he melted down a couple years later as well. He, he was uh, Mrs. October.
0: <laughs> exactly. Okay, uh, while we're uh, while we're on baseball, I'm going to make this hard segue given that NBA free agency has uh, just exploded in the last 24 hours and your boys, uh, X2 and X3, as I call them, <laughs> huh. are big basketball fans and basketball players. They were out with you painting the deck tonight and uh, all yeah. they would do is yap, yap, yap about the NBA and free agency, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, they're nonstop NBA. I have a no NBA at dinner rule because I just can't <laughs> take it but today I let him go cuz at one point I started to say no NBA and then I realized you know what as long as you're as long as you're painting the deck you, you can keep going.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, question with all this money going out to all these players, how many NBA players do you think know who the hell Kurt Flood is?
1: Wow. No, no NBA players. Very few? No. Less than 5%. Yeah, yeah that sounds fair.
0: And yet they should all genuflect in his direction because even though it's a different sport, Kurt Flood was the man who's really the father of modern free agency in American sports because he challenged baseball's reserve clause back in the early 70s? Uh,
1: Yeah. I think it was 72, but I might be wrong on that. Yeah. And he he lost. Everyone forgets, he lost. But... And that set it up for the next group that challenged and won. Flood's career was over. He never got anything. He challenged it. He went all the way. Right. uh, When he got traded to Philly, didn't want to go. He said, what kind of, what is this? What do you mean? Uh, You can't just move me. And he lost. And then four years later, The McNally group challenged again, and they won, and that's when free agency started.
0: Right. Who was uh, McNally again? He was a pitcher. Dave McNally. Dave McNally. Yeah.
1: He was one of three or four guys that joined together. I can't remember the others. I remember McNally was the biggest name in the group.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The the reserve clause in baseball back in the day was like slavery. (laughs) Pretty close. They said people. they said, Oh, you wanna play in the major leagues? Well, uh, this team drafts you and they fucking own you.
1: Well, no, they gave him two choices. Play for me, don't play. <laughs> <laughs> right. Pick up another job. Yeah. yeah. But you know what most people will think of Kirk Flood. I oh, it's like Columbus. It's like, okay, he did this first, but somebody else was gonna find it anyway.
0: <laughs> didn't didn't Vasco da Gama uh, find the New World first, technically, or whatever the guy's yeah, name whatever. was?
1: But it's not like it. It's not like it would not be found. Somebody was going to find it.
0: Well, but somebody has to be first, and Kurt <laughs> Flood took That's took a huge risk uh, of it his was. career, and it ruined
1: his career. Yep, that yeah. was the end of him.
0: Yeah, but For he sure. basically said, "Fuck this! This is crazy." And one of the great books of all time. And I don't read books, but I read a few every now and then. John Hellyar, who used to write for the Wall Street Journal, wrote this book called Lords of the Realm, and it chronicled pretty much how baseball owners, a.k.a. the Lords of the Realm, ran roughshod over the ball players yep. back in the day. And it is yep. a fascinating read on the road to true free agency in baseball. Well, segueing to basketball, Jesus, these basketball players... These are
1: crazy. These guys... The best thing you want to do is be an average NBA. I mean, Malcolm Brogdon, fine young player, 85 million last night. Are you kidding me?
0: And you're, an, and you're a you're a UVA you're a UVA uh fanatic being in alum. Well,
1: I, I I love Malcolm Brogdon, but not only did they pay him 85 million, they had to trade away three picks also. <laughs>
0: right. Like, He's a component player How who has the... who has chronic tendonitis in his legs.
1: Well, this is they picked him mid second, late second, and in three years flipping for three more picks and money. My goodness. I don't know. It's he's got the bottom line is with the NBA, you're paying twelve or I guess fifteen players on your roster. And the NFL, you know, you're paying sixty or seventy. They just have too much money to go around for just a couple of players. They do. And with all with all these caps, you know. In theory, the Lebrons of the world should be making, dare I say it, more seventy. If the, they should be making more of the pie, yeah. but they're capped. So what happens is all these middle guys or good guys just get absurd overpaid. Right. It's like
0: squeezing. Crazy. It's like squeezing a balloon. And here's what also is crazy. So the owners thought, well, shit, we don't want small markets to lose their elite players. Uh And so we were going to create this thing called the Supermax extension, which is this huge pile of money that will help the smaller markets, if they can just finagle it, keep their best guys. Well, we're now finding guys don't even want the Supermax. Kevin Durant walked away from the Supermax. Kyrie Irving walked away from the Supermax. They're not even taking the Max deal when they leave and go – to, so if you're an owner, Mr. X, don't you think you're at your next owner's meeting saying, okay, we need to get rid of this dumb fucking rule because it's not even helping us? It's
1: I don't know the answer, but yeah, the point is when you when you cap these things, I mean, it's just free market. When you cap these things, what you get is three guys getting together and going to Brooklyn <laughs> or Miami. It's because they're going to get the same anywhere. And yes, they gave up the Supermax to go be on a great team and you know it's like I know that those are big numbers but still the max versus super max come on you know they're going to be doing just fine
0: well they're going to be doing just fine you can't
1: outbid them they all just get together it's really going to be a mess
0: I I think though and I, I tried to explain this to Solly today on the show and he just he didn't quite grasp it I don't think but I was trying to hammer the point home I said look it's like a lottery ticket being a professional athlete. We're not talking, you know, because he's like, well, Durant's got enough money. Or look at how much he's made already. I said that's not the point. The point is, n- these guys are never going to make $1 million a year again doing anything. Because as you and I know, and everyone else, it's hard to make $1 million in a year doing anything in this world, right? Sure. So... It's not like he's been a carpenter for 25 years and he's going to finally retire to Boca. And he had made a nice living. So, okay, he's made enough money, he's done doing that. It's fucking basketball. You need to get you need to scoop up all the monies. Like you can't I can't believe you'd turn 80 million dollars down just to leave just because what? You feel like the 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 Warriors disrespected you? Fuck that. Scoop it up. Take yeah. it. I I can't Don't. wait for
1: I, I've been waiting for a long time for someone to disrespect me like that
0: <laughs> yes exactly and then you got the case of Darren Collison who retired instead of you know he was going to become a free agent I'm like and he did it to you know pursue his Jehovah's Witness work and duties and I'm like man I would have kept bouncing that ball for a couple more years it's like when it's Pat, Pat, Mac- Pat McAfee quit punting for the Colts because he wanted to go work for Barstool Sports as a as a blogger and a podcaster. And it's like, okay, that's great and everything, but I guarantee you he hadn't made a million and a half, two million since he quit.
1: Yeah, that those are two jobs I don't understand why you can't do at the same time.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly.
1: Just like... Um, sorry, I got punting practice today. I'm not, yeah. I don't got much time on my hands. Come on.
0: Being a pro athlete in America now, in any sport, but especially the NBA, it's a lottery ticket that keeps on paying. It's like a lottery ticket that always hits. Ding 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 I would run that to the end of its run because unlike football, Mr. X, you're not smashing your brain into pieces, right? You're not smashing your body into pieces. And the
1: money's all guaranteed, whereas in football, crazy enough, it's not. Oh, you got hurt last week, and by the way, you're cut this week. That's
0: pretty unfair. Right, so you scoop up all the money because uh, guess what? Your post-playing career will be here right quick. And your post-playing career, as these guys find out, all these athletes, goes on and on. And it goes on forever because they get spit out before they're 40 years old. They got their whole life in front of them. You can't play that much golf. You need something to do. Take all that money now. That's my only advice to ballplayers. But, well, some guys, they have too much money. That's what the NBA is, too much money right now. One thing about free agency that I was thinking about is, you remember when Charlie O'Finley, owner of the Oakland A's, sure. suggested yep. no multi-year contracts. Everybody's a free agent every single year. And they laughed at him and said, oh, we can't possibly have that. I would love it if that's how yeah. sports were today. Wouldn't you? It's got some upside. It's it
1: certainly makes it tough to be a fan, but like no, who cares about fans?
0: Does right? it?
1: Well, I, okay. Every year you're like, okay, who do we have? <laughs> but these days, everything. It seems like more and more people become fans of players than sure. teams in some way. You're either for Durant or against Durant more so than whatever team he's on. That's part of it. So in that case, I guess it's good. Finley also wanted to play with orange baseballs.
0: So. Yeah. <laughs> other than, other, yeah, he was a little bit odd in that regard. Uh, other than, uh, like, I, I think you'd have a lot more guys that don't jump around year to year than you'd think because you got to change your mail. you got to go find a new school system for your kids. And you may like the coaching staff that you're with, and you may love the city or the tax situation. So when the onus is on you to say, okay, well, you know, everyone's a free agent. Here's our offer for this year. You want to stay or you want to leave? A lot of guys would stay for four, five, six years in a row, I would bet.
1: Well, gosh, but think about the gamesmanship. You know, the drill now is, uh, okay, we'd like to sign here, but we have two better offers on the table, and it's such a game. Oh, well, do they really have better offers? Are they bluffing? Right. Now you're going to do that with the entire roster?
0: It'd be a lot of fun.
1: <laughs> It'd be good, be good to be an agent
0: well you but here's the thing you could go from suck to great in a year sure in the blink of an eye
1: well kind of like brooklyn
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right kind of like brooklyn but here's the thing i don't i don't know what uh, x2 and x3 think about this being the nba heads that they are i'd be willing to bet a ton that they'll never make the finals brooklyn i
1: don't know i'll tell you the worst part about three of the kids just nonstop nba talk is that at least i used to be able to you know kind of pull as they call it the old school Ah, oh, you know the old guys were better blah 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 i can't even do that anymore any old timer i bring up they know them and they know everything about them they because do of the stupid xbox
0: oh
1: all oh, that's you know, like I'll say something about you know Wes Unseld, Elvin Hayes, or something like that, and they're always like, "Oh, he's only an eighty-two rebounder, or whatever those numbers mean." Hold I'm on like, a second. How,
0: did, how do you know
1: that? They know all the
0: stats from all the Xbox games. You can you can port in old players in Xbox. Oh God, yes,
1: they got they
0: they play the <laughs> I don't know the. the
1: yeah, they play with all the old timers. They know they know more about Oscar Robertson now than I did. You
0: could port in, Tree Rollins. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah. Well, they got they Kelly Trapuca. There's, there's a handful of guys that opted out, and I think Barkley was one, and a couple other guys who didn't want their likeness. But by and large. Um, I think Moses Malone and Byron. so they 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 can sit there and I'll say oh no so and so was a better rebounder and, and wow. they're like no he's not he's an eighty six and he's an eighty two and I'm like I right, forget it I can't talk old timers
0: anymore that's so funny you know the uh, you know the Madden twenty twenty yeah. ratings rookie ratings came out today and it okay. created a little bit of a ripple a little bit of a buzz All right, like, why well just certain things like Daniel Jones for the Giants their first round pick was rated like. 63 out of 100 and i think uh haskins for the skins was like a 73 so skins fans are like ah you guys suck you pick this guy ahead of haskins and he stinks it's a madden rating man madden <laughs> rating. Were... Madden. What you know world. how many
1: xbox games i've played in my life say
0: three a little lower baseball football I'm... legend of zelda no no, no no
1: no i mean actual sit down and play times not
0: Oh, I not different one, cartridges. But yeah. One oh.
1: game. I played one game. <laughs> On Christmas Day many years ago, played NCAA football. I tried to get my kids to play and I and the deal was I was USC with Reggie Bush Matt Leinart, Yeah. And I told me and I told him he had to be temple. <laughs> And I couldn't figure out what I was doing. I ran Reggie Bush 43 times in a row, lost in overtime, and I've never played Xbox since.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You lost in overtime to Temple. To Temple. And and, and Xbox in NCAA football. I believe that was also at the end of Temple's reign in the Big East. They got kicked out. Temple got (laughs) kicked out of the Big East because the league is like, you guys suck. And you're not putting yeah. anything into football, so get out. I think that was around 004, which was probably the peak of the Pete Carroll USC dynasty.
1: That's about when it was, and that was my that was that's why I made him pick them,
0: and uh,
1: I said that was the only way I'd play, and it still didn't work correctly.
0: <laughs> Temple, Temple must have been running the triple option with a lot of dives and tosses. Must have looked like army football. And <laughs> your son still took it over time. It still one. smoked me. No, they, they never ex-
1: wouldn't, wouldn't explain to me what to do, and I got frustrated. Never never touched it since. All
0: right, do you want to make any <laughs> second half picks? as we are approaching the midway point of the baseball season.
1: You know what? I might be able to do that next week because the totals aren't up yet.
0: Okay. Um,
1: You know, they'll, they'll come out during the break. Um, But I will say one quick thing on that. I love the change in the all-star ballot. You like that. The preliminary thing, because for, for about 40 years, every year at this time, we get the same article Talking about how stupid the fans are because they voted in player one, not player two. And what I've always said is, it's not who's voting; it's when you vote. Yeah. You ask guys to vote in May, and then in July I say, "How'd you leave him off? He's hitting 330." And you're like, "Well, he wasn't in May."
0: Right. They did. So two- this
1: idea where they pick the primary—I call it a primary. It's sure. Like, it's like the primers. Pick the top three. And then, hey, give it another vote now that we're in at you know late right. in June and not early May. That's great.
0: Right. There's actually multiple that's layers. Great. They pushed back the start of voting by a couple of weeks to, I think, yeah. May. So that yes. helped. And then they had that feature, like you said, where they took the top three vote getters. And for a 24-hour period before they named the Dude, starters, they did cool. a runoff of the top three. But the only problem is there are still guys that, for whatever reason, were left out. Like Anthony Rendon was not in the top five at third base in the NL, but then they had another layer once they voted in the starter where the players got to vote and say, hey, don't forget about this dude. He's really good. And that's how Rendon got in.
1: And you know what? They love to sit there and talk about the integrity of who should be in and you know, pick pick the best players. And then the teams, like the Nets, they run these things like vote 15 times and get 20% off tickets. It's like, really? Oh,
0: God, yeah
1: vote for our players and we'll give you a discount what, yeah. to, what why can't I vote for the best players how well, stupid is that it's all about the interns in the marketing department what can they do to get their players in it's like eh. well and of course the whole thing, thirty, this 35 36 man roster just ruins the game anyway but yeah
0: well at least hey guys. listen at least Mr X they're still playing the game
1: it's still the best all-star game I think
0: right it's but at least All-Star. they're still playing it. I I can see a time in my lifetime in which there's a serious push to go, you know. Do we really have to do this thing anymore? Hell, half of these pussies don't even go in the in the home run derby. Oh, it's going to mess up my yeah. swing like Mike Trout. Fuck Mike Trout. I yeah. know he's a great player. Get in the derby once, you dick. Just like LeBron yeah. didn't ever do the slam dunk contest. What's the matter? Are you afraid of losing? Get in there. Um, in that case, yeah. And
1: they've had it an extra day off. It used to be three days. Now everybody gets four days
0: off. And Rendon's bitching about, yeah, I would have rather had the days off. I mean, come on, yeah, that's, dude.
1: That's and then every time I see that, I think of stuff like, I always. I said this one day, Hank Aaron, 24 all-star games.
0: Right. And, and never, you know,
1: these guys, you see these Hall of Famers in, or, you know, the best players today, and he had six All-Star appearances. Really?
0: Yeah. Six. Hey, well, yeah, well, Hank Aaron had 24. that was before he could vote 20 times, get a free fucking Slurpee at the ballpark. So there's that. <laughs> there All no right. Mr. X, good to talk to you, my friend. We'll talk next week, and we'll work on Zabe Washington, okay? Sounds good. All right, man. See ya. We'll end on this today. I have no idea what this is or how it works, but I've seen it a couple times now in my Twitter timeline. What the hell is the bottle cap challenge? It looks like people who are doing roundhouse kicks and somehow just grazing a bottle with their foot to open the bottle cap, to spin it clean off of The bottle. And the camera on these is right up next to the bottle. And you see the person doing a roundhouse kick. Jason Statham. Is that right? Jason Statham? Statham? It's late. I'm tired. I need to wrap this up. He did one that was phenomenal. And to see the bottle cap fly off in perfect, super slow-mo. Almost like a helicopter, like a a spinner taken off after he did a roundhouse kick that just perfectly nicked it. I'm assuming these bottle caps are not screwed on that tightly. I'm assuming they're not sealed. But if anyone could explain this to me, I'd appreciate it. It would at least save me a Google. That'll do it for me today. Feedback, is always, welcome at Zabe at Yahoo.com. Follow me on Twitter at Zabe Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo Echo. Get the ZabeCast app. It is absolutely free and very handy and useful, and it works better some, than some other major broadcasters' podcast apps. <clears throat> I won't mention which they are. You know who they are. You can't get premium if you don't get the ZabeCast app. That, unfortunately, is one thing. We're working on an end run around. So if you listen to this podcast via Apple Podcasts or whatever, you still have to get the Zabecast app to get Fridays. It is the way it is. For now, we're working on a solution. Anyway, thanks for listening and thanks for don- downloading. We will see you tomorrow for you subscribers. And then we're off to the five day, four-day, 4th of July weekend. See you, everybody. <laughs>